Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Heritage Sports Podcast. Here we are today in the beautiful Heritage Studio here on the first floor. Nice window outside. We got Josh here today, as What's always. What's up, everybody? How you doing? They can't hear you. Oh, man. Yeah. Dang it. Well, they can't respond. <laughs> all right, what's on the table for today? All right, so we're basically going to do a quick run-through of all things heritage and all things Colorado professional sports. Professional sports is better. <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue with that, but let's jump <laughs> right into hockey. So to start with boys hockey, we got off to a really rough start going into conference Horrible. play. And we've actually gotten to a 2-10-2 record against some of the toughest competition in the state. We, is that so? We, we have wins against Chadfield and Pueblo South, and the win against Pueblo South was a blowout. It was the first shutout for our goalie. Blowout win? Yeah, it was like 13 nothing. Hey, we'll take a blowout win, dude. Hey, absolutely, man, absolutely. Any sport. I don't care if it's the worst team in the league. It's Doesn't still matter. a dub. It don't matter. Still a dub, still a win in the column. That's all we care about. Yep, we care Wins about Wins is all that matters. And, and, of course, in high school, getting up to that next level. We can't forget about that. Yeah. All right, I think we're ready to move into your girls' basketball. Any final thoughts sure. on Hockey, um, I know some guys on the team, they, been, they were kind of down bad, losing a bunch of games in a row, but they were also playing the best team in the league. Yeah. Best teams in the league. So what are you going to do? You know, there's nothing you can do about it. They're, they're not playing as a team, I heard. They're just, you know, they don't have great players. I, I hate to say it, but I think our – I don't know. It's hard when you're playing against Mullen, Regis, and all these teams that have triple the amount of kids that go here. So, yeah. Yeah, that summarizes everything pretty perfectly. All right, let's move on to girls' basketball. Uh, currently, the team is 5-12, and 12, and we're unfortunately 0-4 in conference play. Whew. Uh, here's the good news. Our averaging score, our highest averaging scorer is averaging 8 points a game, but our highest rebounder is averaging 7 rebounds a game. Horse. Absolute horse. Glass cleaner. <laughs> but here's the main issue that I'm seeing, just looking at the numbers. The leading, assi- the leading assister only has 2 assists a game. Ball- the rock's not being shared. No. The ball is not being moved around well. Here's the thing, man. Basketball is all about teamwork. It's one of the only sports that you need teamwork in to win games. You need to have good team players. Um, that's why it helps in, like, if you see in the NBA, you have players like Jokic or Luka who can pass the ball and facilitate the floor really well, or LeBron even, <laughs> who can just pass the ball and set up their teammates. It's just the way it goes. It helps the team way more than you think. It's better. I'd rather have someone with – 13 assists and 25 points, and you might think I'm crazy, but it's setting up the team. That just helps the morale of the team. That helps everything, helps everyone's confidence, and that's how you score more points. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. Well, getting boards is important so we can get on Absolutely. the fast break. Absolutely. If you don't have assists, the ball's not being shared and shots are going up and nothing's happening with them, which is why assists are so important. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, girls' basketball this year is not – they're five and twelve. Well, it looks like if we're going to the playoffs, we're on the outside we're not looking going in right to the playoffs. now. We're not going to playoffs. I'm trying to keep it positive out here, Will. I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying I'm to keep just it trying positive. I'm trying to keep it honest, man. I, hey, you're the honesty guy. I'm the positivity guy. That's how this works. He's a liar. But, hey, all right. Uh, are you ready to talk about the other team on the hardwood? Boys basketball. Boys basketball. So you have you know some people on the team, right? I do indeed. My brother is on the team. All right. Have you heard any thoughts from him about how the season's going? You know, before he I doesn't really right talk now? much, period. But <laughs> he, whenever I ask him, he just says that there's always they always have a chance, and they had said they have a chance. That he said he feels good, he feels confident of making a run in the playoffs. 
as long as they can get past the first few rounds, I think they could actually make a run. It's, it just all comes down to the, the, the best teams in the league, you know. I mean, I feel like Thunder Ridge is probably going to end up winning Yeah. just because they're stacked. They have three guys over 6'5". Um, they have Zach Keller, Wake Forest commit. I mean, really? We have, Wake? Yeah, we have no, uh, no college basketball players in Heritage, yeah. unfortunately. Yet, I could see some kids, like you know. Like Cooper or something like that. Well, I don't think. Well, I mean, I think Zach, Cooper, Zach just committed to CSU Pueblo for football. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know. No guys mean. like Zach Keller. No guys like Bronny James. Let's get Bronny Bron- James on the team. Bronny James to Colorado. Get, sign LeBron to a one-year deal. Just get Bronny to come to Heritage. <laughs> LeBron on, dude, LeBron on the Nuggets? I'll take that. And uh, the reason we're talking about the playoffs is because the team started off 9-1 and one before going into conference play. We then lost three straight games to Highlands Ranch, Thunder Ridge, and Monarch. Then in our past two games, we beat Ponderosa and Mitchell to get our record to 11-5. and five. Mm-hmm. We're in a really good spot right now. Honestly, yeah, I agree with that. And it's always good when you have a junior leading the team in points with 15. It's true. Next year is going to be a good year. Yep. And the ball is being passed around a lot more because uh, the senior captain, I think he is, he's averaging six and a half assists a game. Well, I mean, if you've watched, I've been watching, as I said before, I have a brother on the team, so I've been watching these guys for a long time, for years, his teammates. And Cooper's always been the guy to pass first, um, look for the open man. I think, honestly, he could take more shots. I really do. Uh, we don't put the ball up from beyond the arc that often. No, but that's a good thing. I mean, we can't shoot threes. We have, like, three guys that can shoot threes. And one one thing that's a really issue on our team, I think, is our free throw shooting. Our free throw shooting is horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. Uh, I- I noticed that, too. And if we're getting to the line, that should be at least one point, you know? If we're going 0 for 2, there's no point in even getting to the line at all. You might as well just make the layup, you know? But you're not making the layup either. You know, yeah, it's, that's, it's that's just it's rough. And, I do, and before we move on to our final sport, I want to give a quick shout-out to the JV team. Against Mitchell, they put up 100. I saw that. I saw they won by 78 points. Yeah, that was awesome. I saw that, and I was like, okay, that's awesome. Shout-out to Esky. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm trying to look I saw up. Garrison had a Garrison, nice dunk. heck yeah. I'm trying to... Nice oh, dunk. Dang it, they don't... Sh- I can't see the stats. I want to see how many points Will put up. Because I know he was a dead eye from beyond the arc. Who? Uh, Will. S. Shefty? Yeah. My name is also Will S., fun fact. <laughs> are, you, are you... Is he your brother or something? No. I've known okay, him for so years we're looking now. at Pondo... For varsity, varsity Pondo. The final score of the game was sixty to fifty-seven. So, and I think, if I were to make a guess before I see the stats, I think Shefty put up about uh, twenty points. Okay. Okay. That's that's my prediction. Against Pondo, huh? That's Pondo's stats. Let's see here. I will find the stats shortly. Da, 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 Hey, heck yeah. Two for six, not looking good from the field. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey. allowed to give him crap because he's my brother. Uh, that's awesome. All right, I think we're ready. To, so we're going to move from one team that has a cha- chance to win the championship to a team that's already coming off of a championship, the defending champs, girls swimming. 
the team uh, the team had a surprise run last year. No one expected anything, and the team has retained their top spot. Four being, uh, uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, being undefeated thus far against some actually pretty good competition. And there are a few names that we need to keep an eye on. Uh, the team of Faith, Isabella, Kenzie, and Elise in the 200-meter relay. Sophia C. and Iceland B. in the 200 medley. Inge E. in the 100 butterfly. Ellie D. in the 500 freestyle. And the entire team is just being on fire as we attempt to go back-to-back. Will, your thoughts? Uh, hold on. I just got kind of distracted. Keep talking. <laughs> so... In my mind, I think this team is definitely the front runners. I've heard, I've talked to some of the girls on the swim team, and everything looks like it's functioning well. Everyone's doing their job, and the freshmen have definitely brought a huge boost to this team, from what I've heard. Okay. It's it's just I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I have not, unfortunately, not attended a swim meet yet. I want to because I want to see how good this team is. The cap on this app. <laughs> hey, man. I got a lot of respect for the swimmers. I know that's a that's really time-consuming sport to take in. Um, you got to wake up at early morning, early morning hours. I have a good friend that's a D1 swimmer, goes to Heritage. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you know we uh, looking forward to have at least another state championship. You know, we we need to win some states. Want you know we never win state in any other sport. Hey, so uh, hey, hey no I'm just keeping the truth. I mean, hey, I'm confident the in the, and I'm confident in the years to come. But swimming, I take that now. You know. Yeah. All right. I think that covers basically all the bases for, for heritage. heritage sports. So all right. Let's, so let's you want to move in. into professional sports? I'm down to moving some professional sports. All right. So let's start with baseball. Baseball. It's currently in the off season. Not which, much to talk about. Well, there is a lot of talk because the CBA expired and there's a huge lockout. The collective bargaining agreement basically sets the precedent for what's going on for future years in baseball. Okay. And when that comes to an end, there are two things that happen. There are three <laughs> things that happen. Either one, the owners perform a lockout, which is what they're doing now. Players have no contact to any of the facilities with the team. I don't like that. It, neither do I. Then there's the strike, player strike. I believe that happened in 1994, where the players just don't come to play. They, they just don't go. That, I mean, that's something that would only happen in the MLB, uh, the worst sport. But, <laughs> the most boring sport. That's that's debatable. That's to debatable. watch, at least. It, when you're watching it, it's slow paced. I feel like if you play, you probably like it more. Yeah, that's um, undoubtable. But I'd rather watch football or basketball, to be it's, honest. And uh, I think a lot of people would agree with me. Yeah. But a lot of people love baseball, and they're, they're doing something right. Yeah. But I don't think that a big professional league should lock out. That's just ridiculous. For well, f- every league has a CBA. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it seems to happen in the MLB more often than not. Well, yeah, because it's always a power. Other, it's always a power struggle. I mean, well, it's because you MLB hear about is the so based on money. Sorry yeah. for cutting you off, but you're fine. You're you're right. You're totally right. It's just based on salary cap, and the the salaries are insane for teams like New York and Boston, and, and then Colorado's over here being like Colorado's over here. She's <laughs> not doing anything. With pocket change. Yeah, and and an owner who doesn't the care. The worst owner ever. Yeah, okay, I can say this with complete confidence. Montfort, sell the team. I'm sorry, I have very strong emotions. I am a Rockies fan, and I just have very strong emotions about this. I can tell. (laughs) Getting rid of our GM was the best move, but why the heck did we trade Arenado? It still baffles me to this day. He carried our franchise. Yeah, we traded them for 
some belly button lint and a, <laughs> a bag <laughs> For, of Cheetos. And and we gave him fifty million dollars to do it too. Yeah, what the heck? Which is that? the worst part. I mean, I mean, we have a good. The Rockies have a good yeah. coach, but well, you know who else just got a good front coach? house? Who else has a good front office? We're about to talk about a Broncos. Well, let's go Broncos. In proving the front office, let me tell you, I know this is kind of old news. Big Fangio out. Thank God. Pat Schumer out. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. And now we got Nathaniel Hackett, Packers OC. And honestly, that's pretty confident that my man A-Rod might be coming to town. And, and don't forget Devontae Adams. And we also just signed a new our offensive coordinator. Also from the Packers. Justin Outen. He was the tight end coach. So he's going to actually be able to help nurture Noah Fant. Noah Fant's a beast already, so we just need a coach. Here's the thing. I've been saying, I said it all last year, that our co- our players are actually good. I mean, besides Drew Locke, he's not bad. But, like, I feel like with a good offensive coordinator, I mean, this guy coached Aaron Rodgers. Even if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come, he could improve Drew Locke. Drew Locke has sh- showed signs of being pretty good. I um, mean, there are four main quarterbacks that I'm hearing right now. It's either going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Heard that, I've heard yeah. that he's on the trade block. It's either going to be Aaron Rodgers. It's either going to be uh, Russell Wilson. I could see him coming to Denver. Or I'm hearing that the big rumor is Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh in the draft. We're going to draft him? I think we may draft Kenny Pickett. I, know, I mean, we've never drafted a franchise QE once. So yeah, I, mean, I don't. I hope. I don't know. Our two big guys, John Elway, in case you didn't know, was actually drafted first overall by the Colts. He did not want to play for them. So he refused to play, and he was yeah, traded to Denver. Honestly. And then Peyton Manning. Both the best players came from the Colts to the Broncos. Yep, and then Peyton Manning, of course, number one overall pick to the Colts, mm-hmm. came to Denver, won us a Super Bowl. Thank you again, Peyton Manning. My opinion, he's the best QB of all time, but that's kind of ridiculous. Well, can we argue about this now that Tom Brady's retired and he can't really put up any more numbers? I think Brady's a GOAT. I honestly think Brady's a GOAT. I you literally just said that Manning's the best quarterback of all time. My favorite, it's bias. I mean, dude, I watched him win Super Bowl. So true, true, true. And there's something about watching Peyton Manning, like 40 years old, winning a Super Bowl his last year. It's just something about that brings a tear to a grown man's eye. <laughs> you're a, you're a teenager. You're not a grown man. <laughs> a grown man, soon to be. <laughs> eh. And here's the here's the argument I'm gonna make for each of the quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers. Do we need to make an argument? He's Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, once again, do we need to make an argument? It's Russell Wilson. The main one that people are confused about is Jimmy Garoppolo, but here's the one thing I will say about him. He knows how to win. When he stepped in for Tom Brady, he won games. When he came to the Niners and played five games, 5-0. and oh. He led the team to a Super Bowl when no one expected him to. He may be pedestrian, but when you but he's basically going to be transferred from the same situation over to Denver. It's the same exact situation. And he's better than Drew Locke. True. Drew Locke has a better arm, but Garoppolo knows how to manage a team. Knows how to read the defense. Knows how to read a <laughs> defense and manage the offense. <laughs> can we, can we get not Drew Locke who gets who crafts his pants every time he sees Von Miller coming around the edge? Well, the, who won it? But <laughs> okay, now let's shift to the big football topic: Bengals Rams in the Super Bowl. Who you got? Okay, here's my argument. You look on paper. Yeah, Rams. The Rams are the better team on paper. Uh-huh. But you know what? I read a report that this that the Bengals defensive end said that they're playing for the Super Bowl for Harambe. Bengals are gonna win the Super Bowl just for that. 
<laughs> and they got you? Joe Shiesty. Joe. Brrr. Here's one thing I'll He's say. Icy. To say um, my my heart wants me to say Bengals, um, but I also love Von Miller. You know, former Bronco. Yeah. He's one of my. He's like my favorite defender of all time. I would say, just because I watched him win a Super Bowl, carry the team. The defense was so good. And here's the thing. I think I've watched the Bengals O line time and time again allow pressure within half a second hey. to Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow's just that good that he can get out of it. But like. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, you really think you really think he can get away? I hope he can. I honestly, I'm rooting for the Bengals. I want the Bengals to win. But if the Bengals lose, I honestly wouldn't be too angry because Von Miller, another ring. Honestly, guy. I'm I like just him. happy that's not the Chiefs again. Yeah, same. Thank you, Thank Joe you. Burrow and Evan McPherson. Yes, sir. I am very happy that both of those guys are alive and on the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> All right, do you want to talk about the Nuggets a little bit? You know, sure. Nuggets... One five and a five and one. Um, they lost last lost last two nights in a row. To be honest, they did. Jokic still having a good season. Jokic, Aaron Gordon, none of these guys played last night just because um, they got to rest them. I mean, Jokic carries the team up and down the court every single game. Um, you got to rest him occasionally. You know, he just needs to so he can play come playoff time. Um, good news though, we're we're supposed to get Jamal Murray back this month. Really, we're getting him back which, that soon. Uh, Dude, it's been like a year and a half. Really? It's been a while. I didn't know that. Um, but we miss him heavy. Um, sad news, though, MPJ out for a while. But how, how what are you going to do? Uh, not anytime soon. Nah. Uh, which sucks. I mean, this is the issue that people said when they dra- when people drafted him. He's going to get hurt again. He's gonna he's injury prone. Because in college, he was injury prone. He get, he, I mean, not injury prone, but he got a big injury. And that forced him. He was going to be top three lottery pick. But... Because I mean, you can see that skill when he when he's playing, but when he's injured, he is not. He's no better than I am out there. Yeah, and I will, and I do want to give a quick like note to Devon Reed, who has been a huge piece off the bench coming from the G League. He put up thirteen seven and four off of the bench last night against the Jazz. Um, he's a good player. I will say, he had thirty minutes, um, because they were playing all the all the all the bench guys and our in. If you're a Nuggets fan, it's a sad truth, but without Jokic on the court, we're bottom ten, bottom five team in the league. And yeah. I'm, that's coming from a big net we got diehard oh. Nuggets fan. Um, okay, quick question. Why do we have Boogie, but we don't play him? Uh, I, mean, but, I mean, here's the thing. We got Jokic. We don't really need to put in the backup center all that often. And I don't know if you watched DeMarcus Cousins, but he's a good player. But, man, he cannot control his emotions. Dude, he gets a tech a game. Um and that's speaking from experience. If you ever have watched me play basketball, you know I get texts. You know, uh, stop fouling, man. Well, it's not that easy, you know. <laughs> kind of is, but I not if you're a feisty guy. I am not like a feisty guy. I will block DeMarcus someone Cousins. and then help them up. I will block. I will block a shot like absolutely Shaquille O'Neal that thing. Just get out of here, and then I'll just <laughs> go ahead and just help them up. Here's one thing I'll say. I heard I was watching the Nuggets the other day, and you sometimes you can hear the players on the bench talking. And I heard DeMarcus Cousins screaming at a fan to get out of here. He's get the <laughs> profanity out. Get the get the um, flip out. What she's allowed to do is NBA player, but like, dude, come on, bro. He's a fan watching you play. Don't let him get that get get in your head. I mean, it's easier for me to say it than to actually do, but it <laughs> yeah. seems to I seem to see a lot of other NBA players do it, so why can't DeMarcus Cousins do it ever? True. 
And uh, there's one more team we need to cut. Are we done with the Nuggets? We we got all the facts there. I would say. I mean, Jamal Murray coming back. Look, futures, futures bright. We're honestly in a good spot right now. But yeah, yeah. abs though. How about abs. the abs? Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm gonna put a couple stats into perspective. In the month of January, the Avs did not lose a game in regulation. We were 15-0-1. There you go. Which means we lost the game either overtime or in a shootout. If you don't know, that's 31 points for the month. Uh, a win in hockey gives you two points in the standings. A regulation loss gives you zero, but a loss in overtime gives you one point. And honestly, this two-headed monster of Darcy Kemper and Pavel Franceau has been really fun to watch. Nathan McKinnon, who was now hurt due to a hit in the he- in the face with a hockey stick, it was a clean hit. I saw that hit over and over again. Taylor Hall again in Bo- when we played Boston, it was a clean hit. It was a very very clean hit. And of course, Kale McCarr, best defenseman in the league. We had an 18 game home win streak. We had not lost a game at home in 18. Ga- we didn't lose a game since November at home. That's how good we were. Yeah. Unfortunately, that streak came to an end last night when we lost to Arizona going into the All-Star break. How do we lose to Arizona? There's Shoot not up. A, there's Shoot not, up. Oh, really? Yeah. There's not an, a lake in sight in Arizona, let alone a frozen lake. <laughs> hey, how, how, do they have, how does ASU have a hockey program then? I, dude, it beats me. How do they even play hockey? How do they practice? I guess they have an indoor facility, obviously. They do. But, they do. I mean, obviously, brother, in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we go into the All-Star break with Kadri... McKinnon and McCarr representing us with 68 points on the season. Three All-Stars. I'll take that. Yeah. And that puts us in second place in the NHL by only one point to the Florida Panthers. The Panthers. How do they have a good hockey team? It just beats me, man. Hey, Tampa's third. Don't doubt Florida. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm just not a hockey hockey guy. Screw basketball. They're a hockey town now. Florida's. I guess they used to be. Miami. Yeah. LeBron. D-Wade, Bosch. LeBron James. Big three. I used to be a big Heat fan back in the day. Big LeBron fan. Bandwagon. Now, hey, I was in freaking third grade. What do you want from me? <laughs> You're not wrong, though. Not one. Not two. Two. What? Two championships. Or did he win they three? Won, they not they one. won two in a row. Not one. Not two. I think they won. Not three. Nah, they only won two. Yeah, I, that's why I stopped when I said not two. Because they won. LeBron won two with them. One with the Cavs. One with the Lakers. He has four. Okay, here's. Oh no, fu- I thought they lost to the Bucks. Oh no, those nah, Bucks Suns. That was Suns. All right. As I like to do on this, and with closing, little closing question for you guys, and coming off this last topic that we just talked about, LeBron. Who is the goat, LeBron or MJ? Oh. Personally, I didn't get to see him play, but I think MJ was a better player. Just, I think he was a better teammate. He 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 seemed like he really controlled himself better than LeBron. He didn't have really much of a social presence. Did you watch the last dance? I did. Is this all your facts coming from the last dance? No, 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 (laughs) no. Most of the facts come from the fact that LeBron is sort of a jumper. So you think MJ is the goat? Yeah, I think MJ is the goat. I mean, that's a common belief. Uh, I actually have to agree with you, but I think if LeBron and MJ played against each other, I don't think it would be close. I think LeBron would beat him just because of the athleticism. And I I think LeBron is the best player ever who's played for this long. I mean, he's played – he's 37 years old and dunking on people. It's like he's been playing for – it's his 19th season, 
18 straight all-star appearances. I mean, that's insane. Four four titles. I mean, it's insane. Now, here's the question. How does he stay healthy for that long? Um, has he ever had a serious injury? No, he's never had. Yeah, I think he has. No. Like a, like a season-ending injury? I don't nope, think he has never. had injuries. But here's now, now here's my question. Do you think he stays in long enough, stays in the league long enough to play with Bronny? Because he's a junior, I believe. That'd be cool to watch. Um, I, so he has, to wait, he has to play four more years? Uh, at minimum, two. Uh, junior year, senior year. Well, halfway through year junior college. year, so senior, you only have to play one year in college. So, yeah, two years? Yeah, two, just two and a half. Uh, I could see it happening. I could see LeBron like <laughs> signing a one-year deal to the team he's on, and then like playing one game with him, and then retiring. Yeah, but it's so sad to see that we're coming to the end of an era where LeBron it is. and Brady. Yeah, those I guys mean, are gonna be gone. I honestly like. I used to hate Brady when he was on the Pats, and then he went to the Bucks, and I actually like him. Yeah, I was watching this thing. Have you ever seen the Tom and Gronky show or whatever? Tom and Gronky? You mean just them being a bromance the entire yeah. time? <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, I think Tom's a funny guy. I think Gronk's obviously a funny guy. Gronk, um, Gronk is Gronk is hilarious, but I heard he's also probably done now. He, remember, he yeah, was done. Yeah, I mean, that makes total sense, dude. I mean, only reason he went through the Bucks is for Brady, and yeah. he's gone. All right. All right that's going to do it from us here. We went overtime here, but yeah. it's all good. Hey, nothing wrong with going overtime. That's going to do it for Unless us here. Lose. It's going to do it from us at the studio. Beautiful studio. With beach like, view. <laughs> Yeah, if you consider beach uh, Models trees. on the beach. <laughs> well, we got to stop that pollution. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we're ending it there. All right. So, take care, everyone. We'll catch you in the next episode. Catch you later.